Oh man. So, anyways, so the last episode of the Crowcast, we talked about who we are and uh, what do we talk about? What do we say? We're going to do four topics again. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I think we said we'd start each podcast with saying what we're playing right now. Okay. Well, I guess not, I'll all of, not all of everything. Just not everything. What you're playing. I can tell you what I played today. Um, What's that? I played a little bit of Halo CE and Shadow of War. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I played, uh, I finished the Zero Escape trilogy. That was my most recent game. Uh, I think that was it. Yeah. All right. So, a lot of news in the world of gaming, huh? Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to start with? Master Chief Collection on PC? And you know it. All right. I'll let you start yeah. then. All right. Well, very exciting news. All of the Halo games are coming to uh, the PC, other than Halo 5, um, via the Master Chief Collection, including Halo Reach. Did you also know it's coming to Steam? It's, yeah, it is actually coming to Steam. That's kind of a kind of a weird <laughs> kind of a weird uh, combo, isn't it? Having the Master mm-hmm. Chief Collection on Steam. Yeah, well, wanna... as they explain it, they're trying to widen the audience and make sure no one's left behind. But they're still requiring uh, Xbox Live for. I don't know online features. No, no, that is Maybe. that is what they it's said. True? Yeah. Okay. Yep. They said they're going to require the online online services for Xbox Live, mm-hmm. probably to expand their services division. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if more games come to Steam after that, as long as the Xbox Live experiment on Steam works. Yep. Um, I do think this kind of kills some console exclusivity for Xbox, though. Yeah, well, they've been kind of doing that for years now with the Play Anywhere moniker. I think uh, Microsoft kind of positioned themselves as more of a services company and not so much a hardware company. Although yeah. all the hardware that they've produced, in my opinion, is kind of top-notch. Mm-hmm. We'll see how you that know. translates to the next generation. Well, you, got, you got the Surface tablet. You know That was fantastically designed. You got the Xbox. It runs really well for mm-hmm. the hardware they put in it. Xbox One X. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the point of buying that hardware if you're going to buy a PC anyways? I mean, that's yeah, well, the way I look at it, right? I'm not a PC gamer, so I guess that works out for me still. But, I mean, think about it this way. If you're going to go spend $500 on a on a console, mm-hmm. what's to stop you from spending $500 on a PC that you can do lots of other things on? That's true. So well, if you don't I'm have all those... about Xbox Live and some games coming to the Switch. It's like, why would you buy both systems when the Nintendo still has exclusive games? No, it's totally a good point. Um, portability is the key factor there, right? Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants a portable machine. Yeah. But I think Microsoft sees it as a win-win, right? You can get your portable and buy the games from Xbox mm-hmm. and get a Switch, you know, that kind of a thing. Or if you don't want to do that, you can just buy a home console, plug it into your TV and play. Hmm. It just depends on what you want. Different strokes yeah. for different folks, right? Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, I know you wanted to talk about the Sea of Thieves anniversary update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very Xbox-centric on my side. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm very pumped for it. So uh, it's been a year since Sea of Thieves first came out. When it first launched, it was kind of bare bones. Um, but, you know, they've been slowly adding things to it since uh, launch. And this year marks, you know, that anniversary, obviously. 
and they're going to add fishing, the arena, which is a comp- uh, multiplayer component, a competitive component. And then also it seems like pets and a actual campaign. So I'm pretty pumped. Like uh, we're talking like a Sims update where you can, you got like the pets expansion. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the kind of idea. But you know, it's gonna have a Sea of Thieves twist, so I'm sure there's gonna be some kind of playing com- like player component to it that actually influences gameplay. I have to say, like the one thing I noticed about Sea of Thieves was, uh, you know, the time that I played it, right, mm-hmm. uh, getting locked in the cellar in the middle of the boat. <laughs> yeah, you were misbehaving. You were not doing your chores. <laughs> Seems like a completely unnecessary feature. <laughs> yeah, it was just meant to be fun. Oh, yeah. Then I ended up locking Eric in it on accident. Yeah, and then we couldn't get him out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do you think this is enough to get Sea of Thieves into the mainstream, or do you think we're going to be stuck with the player bases yeah. there? I think, well, I mean, the player base has been growing steadily since, you know, since it first launched. It was, it hit its, I think it hit its peak in and then Apex Legends came out. Um, oh, yeah, that would hurt. a lot of loyalty with the game. So uh, I'm thinking this anniversary update's going to have a, a big boost for at least a few months. I think what they need to do is do more of those one-week free trials for people to come mm-hmm. in and play because I legitimately consider buying it after playing one it's week. It's half of... off right now. Is it really? What, 30 mm-hmm. bucks? Something like that, yeah. I'll have to look. Because that would be in, I would be interested, but I don't it's, know 100% if I'm up for that <laughs> level of uh, commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the anniversary update coming out, uh, where would you put Sea of Thieves prior to that on a scale of one to ten? As far as quality, or just like as much as I'm enjoying it? Those are two Bo- very different both. things. Both. Both. Um, well, it you know it definitely felt bare bones for a while the updates that they've been rolling out has definitely helped um it's fun to play for a few hours but after that it can get kind of boring because it gets a little bit repetitive um mm-hmm. but as far as like in games like as far as how much i'm actually enjoying it i still really like it like those few hours are so much fun <laughs> so, i believe it yeah especially when you have friends that are you know not being locked in the break <laughs> um I have to say, uh, I did feel like I was a little lost in the world of Sea of Thieves when I played mm-hmm. it. Like, like maybe there's not really a good tutorial. No, there's right? no tutorial at all. It, it takes a it takes a minute to get used to. Definitely, uh, I think like the first week I played it, I I was kind of forcing myself to do it, and then after that, I got really into it. I really really enjoyed it. I never felt like there was a clear goal in mind with the game, like something really, for me to strive really for. Unless you're doing and, like the voyages, I mean, I mean that's so that's a couple hours at a time. But now there's going to be an actual campaign, uh, so we'll see what that what that means. I do feel like it's a lot of repetitive missions, right? Like if you don't mm-hmm. have a good group of people to play with, you're not going to really find something yeah. to do in that game. Other than Sea of Thieves, you also mentioned mm-hmm. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, we okay. don't know a whole lot about it yet, but I'm pumped. I'm cautiously hopeful because Respawn is an awesome company. Um, I've been happy with basically everything they've done so far. But EA, so, I mean, that, that <laughs> knocks know it to down do to, like, 10% probably successful <laughs> already. So <laughs> we'll see We'll see what happens with that. I just saw a tweet on it. Um, it said, 
uh, had a picture attached to it. I think it was EA had posted it, and it said, uh, this game will be single-player, no multiplayer facets yep. whatsoever. And no, um, no microtransactions. No microtransactions, which to me reads, there will be DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna, you're going to get like a third of a game, and then you're going to pay for the rest of it. Yeah, like a season pass. Mm-hmm. I no microtransactions. I mean, they dropped uh, Apex Legends with like no fanfare, and, and it's been pretty good, so we'll see. Hopefully they can do the same. I would be shocked if they delivered a game that wasn't bare bones with a bunch of DLC. Yeah, I'm going to be shocked too. <laughs> my thought is you're going to get something like Battlefront, except instead of having only multiplayer and like four maps, you'll have only a single-player campaign start to finish with nothing mm-hmm. extra to do at all. And if you're lucky, there'll be a game somewhere between the start and the end. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. If we're oh, really man. lucky... We'll get like half of a nice old Republic game. Yeah, I, the uh, the writer or the creative director or something for that game for the second Knights of the Old Republic is working on uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Well, that's some hope. <laughs> yeah, he, some apparently hope. he was only in the, only in it for a small portion of it, but he has nothing but good things to say. So, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited for Jedi Fallen Order. I really hope EA doesn't do it screwy. And if it does come out and it's better than what I expect, I'll probably buy it, probably play mm-hmm. through it. Uh, last thing we want to talk about was timed exclusivity with uh, Borderlands 3 and the mm-hmm. impact it has on games and games in the past like Tomb Raider. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider for Xbox had a timed exclusivity deal. Mm-hmm. I guess I can start on this. Um, yeah, Borderlands 3 coming to the Epic Store first is a mistake. Mm-hmm. 100% a mistake. It will hurt their sales. It will hurt their player base, or their. Uh, it will hurt their conversation with the player base. They, the player base will not respond well to this. Um, I don't think any third-party game series that's unexpected to come out exclusive to one platform or launcher that does do that is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Now I could see them launching concurrently on the Epic Store and the Steam Store. And that being okay, because the Apple Store your, gave them a ton of money, man. They dropped those money it, bags. It's a mistake. Long term, it will hurt you. Short term, might help. Well, maybe they got enough money to offset that six month, you know. Cost. It's just, it's not a good idea. Um, you're you're gonna lose. Like anybody that was gonna buy it on Steam, now you're looking at probably fifty percent of that revenue, right? Mm-hmm. The only players, the only people that are gonna get this that aren't already part of the fan base are your brand new video gamers who are on Fortnite and think, oh, Borderlands. I remember Borderlands. My big brother played Borderlands. Or my friend played Borderlands. Or mm-hmm. my dad played Borderlands. I, at this point, it might be true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the only new player base you're going to get by launching on the Epic Store. Six months later, people who are not extremely angry with you know, Gearbox might buy it on Steam. They might not. Yeah, at a huge discount. Right. Or... or Maybe even full price. It might just launch on Steam full price in six months, mm-hmm. which would be another mistake. Yeah, yeah, because it's already a six month old game at that point. You know, yeah. in today's world, that's essentially ancient. <laughs> I don't think this is going to be good for Gearbox long term to pull mm-hmm. stuff like this. I really think it's going to hurt them. In the same way that I think the Xbox exclusivity of Rise of the Tomb Raider hurt the Tomb Raider series because. Yeah, 
it may not have hurt, you know, your Xbox fan base, but the Xbox fan base is smaller than the PlayStation fan base by default because Tomb Raider was originally a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not true either because it did come out on the Saturn. I want to say it came out. Yeah, go back it, from me. I don't remember. I don't remember. I think it came Raider. out on Sega Saturn, and it was horrible on the Sega Saturn. It did not play right. And it did get eventually get lots of ports, but initially the biggest fan base they had was on PlayStation. And then fast forward to the 360, I think you start getting Tomb Raider games on Xbox platforms. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Tomb Raider uh, Definitive Edition came out on the 360, the PS3, the Xbox One, and the PS4. Mm-hmm. And that sold pretty well, if I remember correctly. But then... Then you go to the Xbox One, PS4, uh, really the next-gen game, which would have been Rise of the Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. and you have it associated with the Xbox marketing campaign. You have a timed exclusivity deal, so there's six months or a year. And parents who were going to buy it for their kids, albeit maybe they shouldn't have, but parents who are going to buy it for their kids assume it's an Xbox game, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to go out of their way to buy it for the PS4. They're not going to go out of their way to do the research and find out, oh, it's actually going to release on the PlayStation. And, you know, your common gamer, the people that aren't hardcore gamers, aren't going to notice that it's also coming out on the PlayStation, right? Unless you have a big launch campaign like mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy did for the Switch and the PS4, or mm-hmm. Xbox One and yeah. PC, in which case it was reiterated, this is coming out on these other platforms. I don't think that ever happened with Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I think that hurt their sales, which is why I think if you do this timed exclusivity on PC for Steam, it's going to hurt your bottom line. It's going to hurt your fan base. Yeah. And a it lot can't of your be PC hurting, gamers. It can't be hurting these companies that bad, though, because they keep doing it. So from a company perspective, they must still be lining their pockets. But maybe from just a player perspective, it's, it's hurting. I'm not saying short term it'll be it's a bad idea. Short term it's probably going to to be fine, mm-hmm. but long term, now you've got a fan base that's not happy with you. Are they going to trust you with the next game? I don't know. A- ask anyone who buys Madden. <laughs> right. I only buy Madden like every five to ten years. <laughs> and I buy it when it's a dollar the next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just mean like so. The last time I bought Madden was Madden. 13 maybe so i i'm probably due for a new madden next year Mm -hmm. (laughs) it hasn't changed much (laughs) no no it hasn't um but yeah i mean think about it this way right borderlands used to come out on the playstation the xbox potentially it'll come to the switch in the form of the handsome collection you know Mm -hmm. the older games because that would translate easily yeah, it would. You know, it already supports 720p. I think it even supports down to 480p. So I'm sure the Switch can do it. And that's probably not a bad idea to release the entire Borderlands collection on the Switch. Mm-hmm. And fingers crossed, the Mass Effect trilogy comes to the Switch because I would be very interested in and that. Cool. I think in the that would be Halo sweet. games are going to come too, and maybe even Gears of War. I don't know if the Halo games will come all together. I could I see... I can well, see they're, Halo. They're, piece, they're piecemealing the Master Chief Collection to PC anyway, so. I could see, like, Halo Combat Evolved coming to the Switch as, like, a beta test. And then mm-hmm. 
hey, maybe we're going to release the Master Chief collection a year after that, after the sales go crazy. Because mm-hmm. they probably will. Oh, I'm buying it. <laughs> He'll buy a Switch. I'll buy a Switch for Halo. Uh, Halo on the go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There you go. I'll fulfill uh, can... my Halo 2 on the DS dreams. <laughs> you thought that was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Why did you think Halo 2 is coming? There was, there was, it was actually made. There's a demo. You can look at watch it on YouTube. I don't believe this. I'm going to look this up. Oh, look it up right now. It's a real thing. <laughs> I will take your word for it. Um, so the last thing, the last bit of business I'd like to get to is, uh, Krillcast is going to be expanding to another channel. We already have ambient unboxing, um, which is part of our set of channels, but it's not Krill labeled, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can see our sexy doing... hands opening different yeah. things. <laughs> we're going to be doing, uh, Krill plays and Krill reviews. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing separate, for separate channels, we'll have a Krill Reviews channel and a Krill Plays channel for the Let's Plays and a Krill Reviews for the reviews of different games. So more to come on that. But uh, will I leave links in the description down below if I can point correctly? No, I'm not pointing at any such things that Will's going to say I'm pointing at. (laughs) Links in the description down below. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will catch you on the next Curlcast. Oh, no. Just screwed up. Oh, man. Avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. (laughs) Hey, Will. You're being recorded. Oh, no. I had no idea. (laughs) My glasses are being weird. There we go. You still see it. That's because the iPad's on behind so I can do research while we talk. Mm-hmm. Research. There we go. <laughs> Watch that screen very carefully. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Catch you on the next Grillcast. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Are you going to say it? I just did. Oh, do it again. I missed it. <laughs> Caviar and cigarettes. Catch you on the next Krillcast. I don't think that's going to work well. We have children watching. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot. It's hard because like, there's a slight delay, and then I don't realize that you're going to stop. So sorry about that. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And we will. Catch you. No, you just need to finish it. <laughs> I was going to let you go back and forth. Nope. All right, all right, all right. I screwed oh, that up. Oh, I was going to roll with it. Bam. That's Jimmy it. John's. <laughs> Jimmy John's. Wait, we don't want to be associated with him. Oh, what was wrong with Jimmy John's? He's killing endangered species in Africa. Oh, that's He's right. literally going out and poaching animals for top dollar. I mean, he's paying mm. for them, but. That's what he puts in those delicious sandwiches, some elephant meat. It's the only <laughs> way. <laughs> He gets some neg- are, they're freaky fast, freaky good. Yep. Those yep. are those ones have cheetah in them. <laughs> oh, okay. Not the Charlie Sheen Tiger Blood. Mm-mm. Okay. And they get Swedish meatballs from PewDiePie. <laughs> exactly. That's getting cut. Yep. <laughs> That's getting cut. <laughs> That's got to go. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's not wholesome. <laughs>
No, it's not. 